Welcome to the grind. Uh, today I have a special guest with me, um, Coach Bink from the legendary Dunbar Senior High School. How are you, Coach? I'm good. I'm good. Um, so we kind of outside right now. I just met him on the football field. They having practice, and you know it's a sight to see. Look like it's about to rain, but they don't, it don't even matter, man. Coach, tell us something about yourself. Like where you started from in your humble beginnings. Well, I played here at Dunbar. Um, I'm a, I'm a graduate of uh, the class of uh, 1984. Um, I left Dunbar and I went to Kentucky State where I stayed two years. Um, I was moved from quarterback to wide receiver once I got into college. I was only 5'8". So um, I was really uncomfortable playing wide receiver because I, you know, I played quarterback all my life. So you know, um, two years later I transferred to UDC where I you know, played quarterback again and we was bad, you know, UDC. We, I think we won one game, you know, my junior year, and I ended up not playing my senior year um, at UDC. And um, you know, and I, you know, I left football alone for a long while, and um, got back to coaching in 2004. And um, um, I was asked by Rodney Cephas at Beacon House to come up and coach one of the teams, and I thought about it and. Um, I decided to, to give it a go, and it, you know, it, 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 it changed my life. It got me back to something I love doing, and um, you know, I had a lot of success at the youth level. Won two Pop Warner national championships down in Orlando at Disney, and um, you know, a lot of coaches, you know, was coming to get kids that we was developing down at Beacon House. So um, in 2011, I was I was asked by a good friend of mine. Coach Mark Martin at Wilson to come and coach the offense. And at the time, I had already gave my commitment to the team at Beacon House. So I told him, you know, like I was already locked in with a team, but if it's still available the following year, not saying that it would be, but if it is, then I would, I would probably come. So, you know, he waited a year and I, you know, he, he asked me again and I came up to Wilson and uh, we did some good things. Five years at Wilson. We earned uh, four Turkey Bowl appearances in, in five years. That's not bad. Yeah. Did you um, win one? Unfortunately, we didn't win. We lost to H.D. Woodson three times. One of them, we, we, we won the playoff berth, but we had a kid that um, was on our roster that really didn't play a lot. Like, he had, I think, two catches all year for 13 yards. And they, they said that he lived in Maryland. So they, oh, wow. they kicked us out the Turkey Bowl like seven days before the Turkey Bowl game. Wow. So we'd beat Anacostia in the Turkey Bowl. Uh, I mean, in the playoffs. That's Yeah, I yeah. know. <laughs> we beat them in the playoffs, and Cato June was coaching them then. Okay. And um, and they kicked us out that Saturday before the Turkey Bowl. So, you know, that was a hopper. That was my first year at Wilson. So then uh, we, we proceeded to play in three in the next four years. Okay. So... Yeah. With your transition, I know you were saying at Beacon House, like, what made you want to start at a younger age with, with the younger generation? Well, um, to be honest, I really didn't think I was going to get the opportunity to uh, coach high school, you know, at the high school level because, you know, I got involved in the football stuff so late. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, you know, I really did it. You know, out of love, only because Rodney and them asked me. I didn't even think I was gonna fall back in love the way I did. Yeah. So you know, I would say character too. Yeah, like you know, you just you're such a 
you know, mild guy. So when I seen you kind of like, you know, on the football field, I was like, it's that it's we always had that night and day when we right. coaching. You right. know what I mean? And, right. You know, every time right. I talk to you off of the football field, you just so, you know, hey, coach, how are you? Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? So, you know, he definitely, uh, right. I could see why he chose, right. you know, right. chose you to take make that investment. Right. And, and, and my, my personality and, and my relationships have always been a benefit to me. Mm. You know, when I was at Beacon House, a lot of people sent kids to play for me because you know, they even knew me or other people had good things to say about mm-hmm. me as a person. And that's important to me. You know, my, my grandfather used to always say, man, the only thing we have is our name. Yeah. And, and that, you know, like, like you know, it, it'll take you places or to shut doors. Yeah. You know? And, um, you know, I just like treating people, you know, like 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 life is love to me. Yeah. And I like treating people, you know, with love and, you know, and, and it always come back to me. Yeah, man. I, yeah. You know, I was at sites, though, when I was like, hey, Coach, man, whenever you get that interview, you always be like, man, whenever you ready. Yeah. Whenever you ready. So, yeah. you know, I really truly thank you, you know, thank you just for having me come in your space. Right. You know what I mean? In your sanctuary and be on the field and actually see what you had developed. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like right. I was just telling you, I, you know, I had a chance to witness your grind. Like, right. from the beginning to now. Right. Like, I mean, you know, just coming into the middle schools and hitting them joints hard and not not afraid to take risks with freshmen and, you know, build them up, working every summer, working all summer. You know what I mean? Right. So, right. you know, just take me through that process of, you know, what was your game plan coming into well, well, when you when you dis, when you when they said, hey, you know, coach, we looking, which I think is phenomenal that they're bringing back. You know, they brought back an alumni of the school right. to be a part of history. Like right. this shit is history. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, what do you what what was the process like? How did you bring the group of guys together and say, hey, this is how we're gonna hit the the first step was trying to trying to trying to put a staff together that was gonna be, you know. Um, hungry and go out and work mm-hmm. and you know I, I knew like like what changed Wilson around was, was Mark when Mark brought me up to Wilson that changed the whole landscape of Wilson football mm-hmm. Wilson hadn't been to a championship in 21 years and mm-hmm. what I brought was I brought the ability to recruit some of the best kids coming from the youth level mm-hmm. and because I knew them and I was coaching them so experience. I knew them so what I did from you know when I when I first became head coach you know at Dunbar here at Dunbar, I knew I had to bring some young guys that was like like I was mm-hmm. that, that was still connected and well connected in the youth game. Mm-hmm. Even though I still knew people, but I had been concentrating on the high school level so much. So I went and got Stefan, um, you know Coach Stefan that comes yeah. up. Hey, hey, I went and got Coach Stefan. He was with the Bengals, okay. and he knew everybody. He was like I was. He was ambassador for youth football. He knew everybody okay. at all. The, you know, so that was my first move. Then I went and got um, Coach Buddy Gaskins, who ran Watkins okay. at the time, won a couple of national championships at Watkins. So now I had the best of both worlds. I had Watkins and I had um, Bengals. Bengals, and I still had connections at Beacon House. At Beacon House. So, like the quarterback, he was he was on the 14U at Beacon House, mm. so we, we, we targeted him. And we, 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 we strategically put a list together of all the best middle school and youth football kids that's, that was in the D.C. area mm-hmm. and in, DC, in the city. Mm-hmm. So we, we went out aggressively mm-hmm. and attacked them. We went to middle schools. Like we, we, man, I, we, I'm we telling pushed, you, I was at yeah. Brooklyn at the time, man, yeah. and I would see, like, you know what I mean, like every other day it would yeah. be, 
you know, a Dunbar red shirt walking through yeah. the door. You yeah, know, so we like, bought, we, we, we made sure we had some sweatsuits. We had to get some swag, mm -hmm. you know, so we could go in. Because, like, it was tough to recruit because Dunbar was so bad at the time yeah. and then it fell so hard. We'll go in, I'll never forget, we went up to Miles, went up to Beacon House and we went on the field, you know, and um, they was practicing a little spring practice. And uh, one of the kids, it was he had to be about nine years old, ten. They walked in, we had our Dunbar sweat, wet shirts on. They were like, Dunbar, Dunbar trash. Like, they trash. They talked to the other yeah, little yeah, kid. Yeah. And, you know, we had to go through that. We had to talk to parents. And we had to, you know, I had to use my track record of the kids that I coached at Wilson that was playing at the high level. Mm -hmm. And that was how some of these kids took a chance because they did know about me at Wilson yeah. and knew about the level of play. Some of the parents, the level of play my kids on the offensive side mm -hmm. was always the level that they were playing at. So, you know, I, I, I respect a lot of these parents for taking a chance, a lot of these kids for taking a chance on the program when it was, you know, down in the dumps. Yeah. And then it wasn't going to change overnight. No. And we lost the coaches because, like a lot of coaches, man, some of these coaches are out for self, and they, they doing for self-gratification. And if you're doing it for self-gratification, you ain't going to be able to go through those losing seasons no. because it's a pride thing. You're going to hear people hear a lot of whispers and stuff like that mm -hmm. but if you if you if you if you show about who you are with other people saying shouldn't shouldn't don't even matter for and that's real, one thing real. i'm 100 yeah. you know know what type of man i am and yeah. who i am so you know don't nobody like to hear people say negative things yeah. and you know you're working hard but but you know when you prepare and you know some of these things gonna be you know because everybody want to jump on a, on, on a winner when yeah. they see it you know and i told the coaches i told them i said People are gonna start supporting when we start winning. Yeah. And so don't don't look for a lot of support. So we had to buy a lot of stuff ourselves. You know, like the shirts you see, uh, embrace the grind. Every mm -hmm. year, I, I got our kids swag. We bought that out of our pocket. Yeah, we put yeah. up and we put up because school. You know, when principals our kid and him here, they always act like they ain't had no money mm -hmm. to do this, do that. So. We made sure we, we put swag together. I got a little heat press machine, so I ordered the prints and we print up our stuff, like you know, and, and we 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 make sure we we represent, mm -hmm. you know, and, and creating the culture that we want. Mm -hmm. And it's paying off. It's paying off. The kids, they you know, they, they bought. It looked like they have, honestly. They're like when I when I'm looking at them on a the football field and I just sat there. It looked like they're having a good time. Yeah. And I think a lot of yeah. coaches don't really want to present that. You know, like we're having a good time at whatever sport. It's yeah. it's business. Everything is about business. Right. But you know, when you see you see it, like winning does bring success, but right. it's also the process that makes it a lot, you know, more yeah. worth it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you yeah. know, so my uh, my next question, Coach, man, I you know, like I was telling you not too long ago, um, I started a company called Hard and Hustle. Uh -huh. Right, love what you do and make it happen. And I want to gear it to, well, it's going to be, it's, it is geared towards, you know, mental health issues right. or that, right. it will illness in athletes, right. you know, and I'm trying to work to fight, you know, just to cure of the, through the mind, body, and soul. And um, I know y'all had a hard hit in the beginning of the season. Right. You know what I'm saying? With one of the, the he was a senior. Yeah, right? he was a senior. He was yeah. a senior. Like, yeah. that, like, how has that moment, you know, that death of a teammate, how... How has it affected, like, your team? How has it affected you it, it, mentally and individually? And how has it affected the staff and also the players? I mean, I know, you know, go, go ahead, answer that question. No, nah, it, 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 it's, it's tough. I mean, it brought us, I know it brought us closer as a team. 
and it's, 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 it's always tough to deal with because, you know, like when every time I think about it, like he was one of the kids when I had my first meet, he was a ninth grader when I when in that January when I was hired. He was he was the ninth grader um, here at Dunbar already. So, you know, he was one of the ones that had a lot of bad habits, missed missed a lot of workouts, you know, get missing for a while. But, you know, you know, through me having to put him on disciplinary, you know, stuff and stuff like that and long talks I'd have had with his dad because his dad wanted to know why he wasn't playing his first, his 10th grade year or more, why he wasn't getting in more cause, because his dedication, because his energy. So when he finally brought in his junior year, he, he played. And he was going into a senior year that we were looking to have a real good season and, and, and you know, and we lost him. But, you know, you know the, the team decided to bring it as a positive, and we 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 jailed, man. We came together, and I I I put it on these young men, man. They they really when they said they wanted to dedicate the season to them, they you know like some people do lip service, but they really man been playing through it, yeah. You know, and I I think with a lot of uh, especially with a lot of youths, like we we don't really find we don't have a solution to get them to you know like openly admit that hey I'm stressed out hey I'm depressed like we have to visually see it yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. like like especially with you know with our kids you know what I mean but then the predominantly black you know community we have to see you know them their lash outs their lack of effort their you know what I mean do you do you like have any kids on the team that you kind of got to you know what I'm saying pull to the side or have a conversations with just about you know, just maybe trauma or just everyday struggles that they may go through. Well, it's kids that, I mean, I talk to because you got a lot of kids that try to fit in. So they try to be, they get around some of the kids and they want to be different and want to be like some of the other kids. And I, you know, I, I you know, I tell kids, man, like it's, it's easy to be like everybody else. It's harder to be the uncommon, man. It is. And, and be who you are. Just be true to who you are. So I, you know, I have conversations. I had to sit down with a kid today, you know, um, Josh Goodwine. You know, Josh had a bad day yesterday, and you know, done some things that you know I felt was detrimental to the team, and you know, made some bad decisions. And he called last night and apologized. And you know, I told him we'd talk today. We'll meet, and um, we had a meeting, and uh, we had a real good meeting. And um, you know, he understand. I'm gonna hold him out tomorrow. Because it's consequences to everything we do, mm-hmm. you know. And I told him, you, you know, you put the team in a in a, in a difficult situation because you you you're a starter. You do so much for the team. Mm-hmm. And Wilson ain't no slouch. They, you know, they 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 three and one. We four and zero. Mm-hmm. So we really need this game. But at the end of the day, our our standard and our our core values mean something to yeah. us. And I always tell them, man, like I don't, I ain't gonna break them for nobody. Yeah. You know, so if you break it, rules, true. and I, and I'm telling you, and I'm warning you that you, you working towards that, and you still push that, that ladder and that envelope. You know, like you gotta face, you know, you gotta, you know, man up to that. So he, you know, and he good with it because our relationship, we, we talk stuff out. You know, and I don't want, you know, like, you know, I learned one time when I first started coaching at Beacon House. I used to go to a lot of coaching clinics and seminars on how to deal with youth. And it was a guy said, you know, like, when you're dealing with youth and you, you know, especially coaching, like, it could be grueling and, you know, like, because you're going to, you know, you're going to be yelling. you going to be – so when you, when you, you know, pulling stuff out of that emotional tank, he 
said, do not let them leave and go home without putting something back into that tank, something positive, because, you know, you never know where they're going home to, never mm -hmm. know what they're dealing with mm -hmm. when they leave us. And I always, you know, like, if I rip a kid and I got to go because, you know, I ain't always flattered on yeah, rip yeah, a kid, I, just, I can get I, crazy. Yeah, so, I get it. But I always, you know, if I have, and I've been beating the kid because he's been messing up, beating him up, before it's over, I'm going to pull him to the side when I let everybody up and I need to talk to you. And I'm going to tell you, you know, why I was getting on you, man, because you better than this, this, that, and up. And then before he leave, I got to tell him something good that yeah. he was doing. Yeah. So I got to say, yeah, man, because you kept doing this wrong. But, you know, I said, now what you was doing, you was doing this, and you did a good job at this, this, that, and other. Mm -hmm. So you got to give him some positive. Yeah. You know, something. Don't let him leave with all negative yeah. stuff. So basically, you know, and I know I went all around the bush, but, you know, these kids, they just need love, man. And they need somebody. They need them. Need somebody that you know that 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 just care about them growing as, as young men. Yeah. You know, and like like I watch them and they going through something. And like that's what I'm saying. I, I'm glad you told me because I will you know call and try to get them you know get them some help. Yeah. Man. I mean okay. this I, I you know like uh for instance they just had a a classmate that just got killed. Yeah. The other day. A, a female. Yeah. Man. yeah. So it's like you know I think I, I think our youth is becoming numb to the fact that. You know, they experience this sense of trauma in classmates. They're losing their lives. And it's like, okay, all right, I'm going to another funeral. But, you know, like I would say, ideally when, you know, in history's time, you know, when you go to a funeral, it's because you knew that person was sick or you knew that, you know, this person was getting older. Yeah. It wasn't like a, it wasn't like something that was ongoing, you right. know, so... You know that's my focus. I really want to to figure this thing out because it's um, you know for for the last three years I've had a chance to do mid elementary school. Well, I'm in elementary school now. High school I've done high school for several years and middle school, and I you know I was like, dag, like these kids have serious trauma and they deal with stress that kids shouldn't deal right. with on a regular basis. Right. And you know. But <clears throat> another question I'll ask, right? I know there's a lot of empty spaces on the floor in the building. You haven't even paid attention oh, to Oh, yeah, the little blocks. Yeah, have yeah. you ever, like, thought in your mind, like, before I leave here, this is, I want my name on one of those. Win, I mean, lose, or draw. I mean, for real, that would be an awesome, um, that would be an awesome uh, uh, feat. But for real, like, like I mean, I'm gonna tell you, like, how I, how I deal with this. Like, I never really thought about when I was at Beacon House. I really focused on like being the best coach I could be and do what's best. It wasn't until Mark asked me to come coach that I really even thought about coaching high school. And you know, like right now, I just I got my my mind like like tunnel vision just to get the program back to the standard that Coach Jeffries, who is a friend of mine you know, um, had built the program up to. And I think if I just focus on doing doing the stuff right, then hopefully they, they say I earned one of those spots. Because, but for real, until you just said it, I never even thought about that. God, you know, like, Man, oh God. you know what? Yeah. The most, most great people don't. Yeah. Because you're not thinking about that. You're thinking about, like you just said, how to build a program, how to build successful young men, you right. know what I'm saying, how to produce something that you can see visually, right. you know what I mean, and, and, right. and as they go on in life, they'll do the same thing you did, come back, give to the community, come back to their school, be an inspiration right. to maybe some kids, you right. know what I'm saying, or maybe one day you be calling them and say, hey, I need you to come 
coach a team over at Beacon House. So I right. need you to come help with the, you know, lineman over here at Dunbar. You right. know what I mean? So, right. you know, it's it's done genuinely. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, that question was just a challenge. Right. To no, I know. If and you uh, haven't yeah. ever even. I mean, it was a good question. <laughs> but, but, but be, you know, like I tell them, for instance, like I tell them, like, 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 and I heard, I, I heard it in another form before, but I heard uh, about three years ago or three or four years ago, 60 Minutes did an interview with Coach Nick Saban in Alabama, and he said, Nick Saban say, you know, he got something called the process, okay. and the process to him is, you know, focus on one play at a time. Yeah. And at the end of the go, if you focused on doing one play at a time, great. One play at a time, great. The score will take care of itself. Yeah. And, I mean, that's how I feel about, like, when people ask me, I got all these friends, and they used to always, since I've been over here, even at Wilson, like, man, HD Wilson doing this. They got this player, that player. I swear I don't focus on what nobody else doing. I got to focus on what we doing. Yeah. Because, for real, our biggest opponent is us. Yeah. So if we do all the stuff correct, then then then, then, then the percentage, the chance of percentage that we going to, Win games is it comes very hot. Yeah. But if I focus on somebody else, then I'm that's less focus I'm putting on on us yeah. of getting our stuff right. Yeah. And I think that's why we doing it so fast because my focus has always been on Dunbar football. Yes. Yeah. And how we gonna get better and how we I knew my system worked because I got kids that's playing Division One football, you know, uh, from Wilson in, in that short period of time. We we they wasn't even getting kids recruited. Yeah. But we got. You, know, you change the yeah. culture. So you change the culture. Even down here now, like we got, like they believe in what we do. So we got to, like we got to perfect it. Like so, the quarterback, like like everybody's surprised that it's success. Even at Big House, because he wasn't no, like like he wasn't no big time player at Big House. But our system, and he's been bought into it, and, he, and you know it, it's a good system. Like yeah. like I, I spent a lot of time talking to different collegiate coaches, high school coaches. Cause it's you know we run a virgin of air raid, mm-hmm. so I take a little bit from this coach, that coach, and, and come up with you know with how we gonna our our version of it, and you know the kids believe in it and they believe it's, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Different kids, you see a lot of different kids scoring touchdowns, mm-hmm. not one or two or three. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. That's of them. hard to beat, yeah. man. So like that's how I always even up there it was easy to recruit when you got a fun offense mm-hmm. where 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 it's open. Mm-hmm. A lot of kids, you know, you never know. Who had a big game, yeah. so like kids will go there because like shit, like it ain't gonna just be throwing the ball to Billy and mm-hmm. giving it to Johnny, mm-hmm. so anybody could get mm-hmm. it. So like, like I like that, and I like the fact that we got that type of you know offense. Like people were surprised about our offense, but just because I had a few years at Dunbar, I call it rebuilding year. Yeah. But people, when you lose on the outside, they just like, oh man, he was, you know, like they forgot I was doing the same thing at Wilson. Yeah. We was throwing, scoring a lot of points at Wilson and bulky numbers, quarterback, had two quarterbacks while I was up there. The first one was Scotty Bermel. He went, he was a 4.2 student. He went to Carnegie Mellon, played quarterback, graduated from Carnegie Mellon. He making six figures, white, he was white. Mm-hmm. He was 6'3". And um, had him the first two years. And then um, uh, the second one was that I recruited was Stevie Williams Jr. Mm. And Stevie at, at Old Dominion right now. Oh, wow. And he's, he was a three-year starter at Wilson for me. And um, had him since the ninth grade. But he started his ninth grade year, he played behind Scotty. And then he started three years. So he had over 2,000 yards three, his, every year he played. 
passing. Mm-hmm. And, he, and his junior year, he had 42 touchdown passes. Dang. That's incredible. It is. So, like, 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 Amante got 1,900 and something yards, two games left, and he got 24 touchdown passes. Five seven. Hey, that's a lot. That ain't bad. Yeah, that's a You lot. know, and what's his year? He's a junior. Like we all our off all our receivers are juniors and sophomores. We don't have like we a young team. Yeah, very young. Yeah. So So you I know. Need, coach, I ain't, I know you gotta, you know what I mean, get back to the circle and um, you know, you kinda press with time, but you know, yeah. just to kinda end it off, I always like to ask a question. Just say something that the, the that the audience will remember you from. Like positive you know something that you live by that that you know. Well, I live. I live. I believe, man, in hard work. I believe you. You know, you earn what you get. You know, I believe we're gonna have to go out here. You know, in life, you got to go out here. And I believe if you respect people, I believe in karma. Yeah. You know, I believe in karma. That's why, like I say, I'm always pleasant because I, you know, if people show me love, I'm gonna show them. I, and I'm show them love first. And mm-hmm. that's what I try to give these kids. Like men respect men. Mm-hmm. You know, and when I say men, that's, you know, like that's mankind. Yeah. So it ain't, you know, about you know, the gender, gender. But, you know, at the end of the day, I, I, I check them on calling out our young black women or women, period, bees and all that. So we got to, you know, start, start policing ourselves and, and to be better, better men. And I ain't always been, I've been young. Yeah. You know, I was young and I was dumb. I made a lot of mistakes when I was young. That's why I'm thankful for this opportunity. Yeah, I really am, you know. God is good. Man, God is good, man. And Coach, man, I'm telling you, I really do appreciate this moment. I appreciate this opportunity. You know what I'm saying? And I, you know, we I play tomorrow. We play here. Okay, home game. Home game tomorrow. Uh, Wilson, we'll see how this game go. You know what I mean? Coach, if he bringing his A game, everybody bringing their A game. We'll should be, be nothing That's but a all W. It's about. it's about us. Right, man. Yeah. So thank you, Coach, so, much, you so much, man. And I, appreciate I really do you. appreciate you. Yeah, Love you. what you do and make it happen. Thank you. Thank you.